Tunisian anger erupts into protests, a global moral failure over COVID vaccines, and Trump's last day in office. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Tuesday the 19th of January. In the first story of the briefing today, we discuss the news about the coronavirus pandemic in Tunisia. While many countries have been hit hard by the pandemic and the resulting economic difficulty it's caused, very few have been hit as hard as Tunisia. Over the last few days, youths in Tunisia have clashed with the police over the declining economic situation COVID's caused, which they see as affecting their generation particularly badly. These protests happened in at least 15 different cities, and the police have decided to use tear gas and water cannons in order to regain control. This is obviously a very serious situation, and it's probably worth explaining why it's happened. As we mentioned, it largely comes down to the economy. There's a feeling of despair among protesters that the economic pain COVID's caused will last for many years. And this probably isn't helped by the fact that unemployment in younger generations reached 36.5% in 2020. Nor is it likely helped by the fact that the economy contracted by about 8% last year alone, largely as a result of the huge decline in the tourism sector. While Tunisia is an extreme case, this feeling of despair about the future is felt all over the world, with many wondering exactly how the pandemic will be paid for. This will likely become a big debate in the years to come once vaccinations have been effectively deployed. For the second story today, we'll continue to discuss the coronavirus pandemic and vaccines more specifically. We've already discussed the economic hardship, so it's probably worth discussing the more immediate problem, vaccine deployment. You probably heard us discuss over the last few months various vaccines. We've discussed their clinical trials, the development within the UK, and the approval they've received from regulators around the world. However, we've not yet discussed the issue of vaccine nationalism. This is the idea that wealthy nations hoard vaccines in order to give them to their own populations and try and end the pandemic for themselves first. The issue with this approach is that poorer nations will be left without vaccines and a major disparity could emerge, whereby younger, less vulnerable people in wealthier nations will be eligible to receive vaccines before elderly people in poorer nations. In fact, this exact problem has been identified by the head of the World Health Organization, Specifically, he said, I need to be blunt, the world is on the brink of a catastrophic moral failure, and the price of this failure will be paid with lives and livelihoods in the world's poorest countries. Ultimately, these actions will only prolong the pandemic, the restrictions needed to contain it, and human and economic suffering. Let's all hope that vaccines can be distributed equitably around the world so that the pandemic can be ended for everyone, not just those lucky enough to live in wealthy nations. In the last story today, we discuss Trump's final day in office. Tomorrow is Inauguration Day, with Biden set to become the most powerful person on the planet at 12 noon. There's a lot of speculation about what he may do upon gaining power, such as rejoining the Paris Climate Accords. But before we see any of this, we need to see what Trump is going to do about it first. Trump is still the president and continues to have considerable power. One such power is that of the presidential pardon. It's been suggested that at some point today, Trump is likely to release a list of those that he's choosing to pardon. Among the biggest questions about the list is whether Trump will include himself on it. A self-pardon is certainly legally questionable, but he may try and do it anyway. On another note, Trump has stated that he intends to allow travellers from Europe and Brazil to begin entering the US on the 26th of January, six days after he leaves office. 
The Biden administration has already stated that they do not aim to open borders that soon, as the coronavirus situation is still far from over in the country. So it's clear that both sides have different agendas, and we'll have to keep an eye on the news in the coming hours to see what else Trump may or may not do before the inauguration goes ahead. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.